Good evening, girls and gays. We are back live from Gay Mountain Drive. I'm Cody. I'm Selena. And I'm Rachel. And we are here, and we are queer, and we are here to give you the best of the best, the gay of the gay, the lesbian of the lesbian. I don't really know why I said that, but anyway. Some shit y'all want to hear. Exactly. And we're drinking, and we're going to be talking about all the cool stuff that nobody ever talks about, ever, and all of... The gay land. Yeah, I guess. Um, so last episode, we kind of went through a shitstorm of how to do this. Um, we really didn't know what we were doing. We had a lot of technical difficulties, and um, we really have an outline this time, and I'm going to be transitioning it over to Selena and Rachel to go over their coming out stories and their journeys of how they actually got here. So, take it away. Um, I don't have a coming out story, and neither does Rachel. Sorry to disappoint. Um, I don't know. I kind of just said fuck it one day and was out and open and proud of who I am and who I was back then. I mean, I don't think anybody knows who they are when you're 17 and kissing a girl, but... I think I uh, made the best of it. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't know. For me, it was kind of like I just woke up one day and decided to start living a more authentic life, kind of to, like, honor my best friend who had died because he was bisexual and couldn't really, like, live the way he wanted to. He was very ashamed. So I kind of stepped up and was like, I'm just going to be myself. And, like, I'm bisexual, so... Same. Yeah, you know, it was just kind of like whoever comes and goes, it's whatever. And I didn't make a big deal out of it, and I purposely didn't make a big deal out of it because I feel like that feeds people's reactions. So I kind of just played it casual, especially with introducing Selena to my friends. It was kind of just like, this is Selena, we're seeing each other. And I just was very nonchalant. <laughs> I was very nonchalant about it, and I think that just translated, and people reacted the same way. They were like, oh, okay, cool. But I didn't sit down. I didn't have to tell anybody. I very casually mention it to my boss all the time. I'm like, yeah, my fiance, she's, you know, in banking. And I, I just don't really, people just react kind of like, oh, that's great. Like, there's no that's big nice. deal. <laughs> I know. And it, I feel so bad because I don't have this big drama around it or I don't have like a, and I feel bad for people who do. But for me, it was very like easy to kind of just be like, all right, well, this is who I am now. And I'm just going to, you know, live. I love that. Yeah. No, it was very very natural. I love that. And I'm a little jealous. <laughs> Granted, we all have different coming out stories. And we talked about that last time about how... One of us had to get married. <sighs> I don't... I'm not even gonna... Poor Cody. I know. <laughs> Poor Cody. I know. You live and you learn. Do I regret anything about it? Absolutely not. It made me who I am today. And it gave me... Do you regret putting the deposit down? <laughs> um... <laughs> Maybe at that time, yes, but now actually no, because look at what we have accomplished, um, not only for myself, but all three of us. We are in a decent neighborhood. I mean, we could be... best friends. (laughs) We could be in a better location, I guess, um, because we are in bumfuck Connecticut, but other than that... No, but I mean, if you think about it, if, if things hadn't gone the way that they did, it wouldn't have come together like this. I can, I, I don't know, speaking for me, I'm very happy that things kind of happened the way they did and our paths crossed the, the when they <laughs> did because now I am living here and I'm very happy. And we're all queer. And yeah, <laughs> where, I mean, I know, I think it happened for a reason. I agree. It's embarrassing, but at least you can talk about it. Of course I can. And we there just you. talked about like how I had a free pass and I just- Oh, yeah. No, so he's, like, talking about it. We were talking about coming out stories before we started, you know, recording this. And he, his parents literally sat him down when he was, he was being, you know, teased for maybe possibly being gay in, like, middle school. And they had said to him, like, you know, it's okay if you are. We don't care. We love you regardless. And I'm like, are you serious? So you had, like, the A-OK from your parents like the two people that i feel like most people when coming out they're so terrified of that like that's the reaction they're terrified of and your parents gave you like a free pass i I remember holding flags for you and you were like no no i'm definitely straight yeah i remember it like clear as day i just remember being i remember coming home one friday like just sobbing and just saying somebody keeps making fun of me they keep calling me a faggot whatever they keep whatever i mean it's it's connecticut you have both sides of the spectrum and I didn't know how to deal with it. And 
I don't know, I confided in my mom, and then I came home from school one day, and they were literally at the dining room table. It was like the whole, um, you come home, and your parents flick on a light, and when you come home late, and you're not supposed to be out, but right. it was, yeah. it was that. We need to talk. It yeah. Was, yeah, yeah, it was, li- we need to talk, and I was like, about, I was like 13, so I was, I, did I know back then? Absolutely. I mean, I had blonde hair, I wore Hollister clothes. <laughs> The double layer collar <laughs> shirt. But even though those stereotypes, like I know, and it, I'm ashamed to say it, I know so many straight guys from my high school who had the double polos. That Which was, was like the but style. That was back something then. rappers were doing. It was it was something yeah. that wasn't like a telltale sign, but maybe to you, you kind of like oh totally took it. A and they and they way. totally sat me down. They like made me sit down. They were like, we need to talk, and I was like, oh god, like who died? What happened? And, Why am I grounded? Oh, honey, I never got grounded. Oh, honey. <laughs> honey, fuck them. <laughs> and um, they were like, we need to talk. And I said, about. And they basically just went on and said, I know you've been making, been, you have been made fun of for being gay. And we just want to let you know that if you are, we love you for who you are. And I said, oh, I'm not. Don't worry about it. I immediately shut them down. I was like, how could you think this? And I just ran to my bedroom and slammed the door like any other teenager would. But... I had a free pass, and I continued to go down the straight path because I thought it was normal. Um, So, let's talk normal. Society calling things normal. So, um, straight people had the luxury of having their so-called gender norms, and I think they inflict that on us for a reason. And that's also something why we want to talk about, too, because when we're in relationships with the same sex it's very hard to communicate that to other people right um because they think that one person has who's to be the them. man i love that who's somebody, the man somebody really close to me actually when i was like oh you know like selena we were engaged and whatever and he was just like he was like oh so uh who proposed to who and like i i had said something me yeah for the record. And, and he was just like oh so she's the she's the dude and I looked at him and I was like, no, 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 like, there are no dudes. That's the whole point. There's The whole point of this is there's no male figures whatsoever. So, um, no, yeah, it's something that always comes up. It does always come up, um, especially in gay relationships. I found that out with my previous relationship about who was the man and who did what, especially with my own parents. They were like, so... Who gets railed out in rally? I guess. Who's oh the, my god! Who, you met you met my parents. They're very open. I, I could see. I could really see your dad just saying it that way too. And one day, my mom was like, "So you're the pitcher," and I said, "Sometimes." And she's like, "Ew!" So who catches? And I'm like, "The other person or myself." It all depends on how what our moods eh. are that day. <laughs> um, but social gender norms they come up all the time, especially with conversations. I just think it's something that we should stop asking people because I just feel like you don't do that with straight people. You don't go up to a straight person and be like, who makes more money? (laughs) Or like who, I don't know, like I don't really know how to compare it to. Right, well, especially even where like emotions come in. It's like, oh, you know, if a guy is more emotional, you know, than his partner, even in a straight relationship or a gay relationship. Oh, so true. It's like it flips that. It's like, oh, so like he's the woman in the relationship because he's emotional. Like stuff like that just kind of, absolutely really just needs to stop um but it definitely comes up and more so i feel like in gay relationships because there is this need to label and like box in what type of person you are especially if two femmes are dating each other you know or if more like tomboy um girls are dating each other the same thing will come up it'll be like oh but which which one is the you know which one like assembles the furniture like me. I can just say, <laughs> in my relationship, we're both not really good at assembling the furniture. I know, it that's, gets done. That's why I mean, we have like, a thruple. Yeah, Y'all call me. Yeah, Cody, I ordered a bed. I need you to assemble it. And Cody gets... Cody what gets time? <laughs> Cody gets to set up everything for us. It's fine. I like it. And it's not because we can't do it. We can definitely do it. We just don't want to. Throwing that disclaimer on I'm, No, I, I... We set up that, like, all by ourselves. I'm every we woman, but Lana. I'm also really lazy. So that's really where it comes... Where Cody comes in. Yeah. Ha. That's what she said. Oh. Oh, God. Here we go. Um, But social gender norms, uh, I just want to go back and reiterate, like, how we should stop really asking people, especially when you really don't know their relationship, you don't know these people. Uh, I just think it's 
just something that's it's so cliche irrelevant like yeah irrelevant especially for like parents and stuff to like be like oh so like i don't know it's more with boomers because they have absolutely no idea to wrap their fucking heads around it they can't get it and you know what's so funny is that my dad is like a military man and like i feel like we've never even had a conversation about me being gay but he would definitely not even i feel like he's too terrified to even bring that up to even go into like any kind of specifics i feel like i lucked out in that sense but but then there's the other ones that are just so they're so confused and they have to put a they have to put a label on it they have to figure out who's 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 who yeah 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 who's who literally oh god i just can't you know i know sometimes like i just feel like answering in such a i don't know how to be like in a polite way yes my dick is huge like do you want to see it slams it on table would how like a polite way to be like that's oh, fucking rude right or will it like explain it so that it makes sense to them um i i don't i'm just i'm a very like s- like snarky person so i will literally whip back with something just to like shove it in your face to let you know you did something wrong versus being like oh well you know what actually and like go into a nice explanation of how it's not really a thing or it doesn't matter i'm not that way so i'm not that person but i would like to learn kind of the proper thing to say to somebody especially like a boomer that like asks that question (laughs) i'd feel weird saying boomer but like i don't know how else to say it like it's it's just their it's how they were brought up i don't know how else to that's the nice way to put it because some some people in that generation are really cool and understanding, a.k.a. my mom and dad. I mean, obviously, they had to learn a lot of different terminology and what they can say and what they can't say. Like, even right. today, when they came over, they're like, we call ourselves faggots, I mean, because we have the rights to that term. And my mom's like, isn't that a bad word? <gasps> oh, my God, you can't I know, you say can't that. You can't say that. You cannot say that. We're like, yes, like, we can. Yes, we can. <laughs> yes, we can. But it brought up a whole discussion on some things that you definitely cannot can't say. say. Um, but, yeah. That's one of them. That's one of them that, like, people are very confused about, but especially that generation. Yeah. I feel for them, though. Same. I feel for your parents, like... Not all of them. I, I don't no, care no. about all, all of them. Our neighbors are awesome. We have great neighbors. We have great neighbors. And they... Are and they, totally they know. know we're gay? We have pride we flags have, going up the steps. I mean, if they don't know... You have a gay pride flag on the back of your car... They are blissfully, like, confused. I've had some men in and out of the house. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. A new car every day. Honestly. Not every day. I'm not a whore. But there's been people coming and going and living here and not living here. It was a shade. I'm just saying I feel like as much as we watch we have consistent listen <laughs> we as much as we watch out of our window I have to believe that other people are watching out of their window at like look at those no, gay not, kids not even us there. Selena's you out there with so. her fucking head out the fucking glass like everybody can see you I know um, I just like to look but they honestly uh, the couple across the street are so nice to the point where like they plowed us out when it snowed. <laughs> I, wow. I mean, it is a gay podcast. It is a gay podcast. Not like that. Uh. We get snowstorms and they've, they've like, you know, helped us out and I feel like they're, they're just genuinely nice to us. So they're I feel so like nice. they could not care either way, but you know, I don't know. The people two doors down and across the street i could probably say we have the other neighbors that just came waltzing on over gave us beer and they're like yeah the gays and the blacks like we're all one yeah yeah we do i love him but but he he also told us that the neighborhood is kind of like he said it's 50 50 it's 50 50 and i think that's so funny that like i always have to sit back and be like yeah i live in i'm living in a blue state but in a red town in a very red town it like literally varies which and we're only allowed to go to target (laughs) yeah we 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 can't go many we we go to target (laughs) we go to target we go to target no i mean i think it's great that we live where we live we can go out and we're not hassled. We, we can. We literally can go to a restaurant or go do whatever, and we're like, we're really not. Yeah, I it's feel not like we live in like the south or whatever. Towns where it's okay. Where it, everything is like chill and laid where it back. should be okay. Right. Yeah, but that's a whole nother right. I mean, you've never had like a waiter you know, give you an eye before or, like, mm-hmm. no, like, skulk I went on a like date last night you. and we yeah. kissed at the bar, and it, like, I'm not gonna lie, like, I was like, oh my god, like, who's who's looking. Yeah. I had that, like, wave of fear, but then I was like, right. oh, I'm in a really okay town. You're in and, a secure spot. And nobody cares. 
I kissed her today in the car at Target. <laughs> um, but there was a woman Target. a couple spots down, like, in her car. Did she car. make eye contact? She was looking at us, because it was before we turned and got out of the car, and I, I, like, got out and I looked up, and this woman was, like, staring at us. <laughs> um, I don't know what town we were in, I don't even know where that was, but... It was just like, oh, okay. Oh, were you in Waterford? Yeah. Yeah, that's what it was. Oh. I don't know. It's next to New London. We don't go there. (laughs) I don't know know what any of that means. And for all our people in that town, we love you. As long as you love us. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't know, but that that was really, that's funny. You will get some looks, but it's not like, I don't know. I feel like we're not getting beat up, so (laughs) that's kind of cool. And I really hope we don't. God bless. (laughs) I really hope we don't. All right. Um... Hit Cody. Not hit, hit, don't hit Cody. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Don't hit Cody. Don't hit Cody. He has the model face. He's bringing in the money. Yeah, no. Who's bringing the in the boy. money? Pretty boy over here is bringing in the money with his Louboutins. My Louboutins. It's <laughs> my mom's so fucking wild. Louboutins. I, I come her. home to two to two boxes of. I like Lou- to shop. Yeah, no, you like to shop, but there were two two boxes of them on the front step the other day, just casually. Um, They're so like, pretty. Oh, you know, what, what's a day? What's a day without Cody getting something designer shipped to the house? Listen, I like nice things. We know. We all like nice things. Except Versace. I like Versace. It's just not my style. So you don't like it. I like Donatella. <laughs> Good answer. I'll take that answer. <laughs> I, I love Donatella. I, cheers to that. I love Donatella. Cheers to that. Well. Bring out her. the champagne yeah. and Marvel yeah, lights. Yeah, yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Your mom is on <laughs> her level. <laughs> <laughs> your, your mom's favorite things are Marvel lights and, and champagne. And designer clothing, mm-hmm. except for Louboutins, because she's like, <laughs> we oh, don't she, go there. She was, like, not impressed. No, she wasn't. She it's was not very having hard. it. Very... She was making fun of you the second she saw them. No, because she has, like, fur coats and shit must be nice i never understood that i never understood the fur coat thing me neither my it mom has looks, like three of them it looks heavy. bad people wear fur they look <laughs> <laughs> my mom it, likes um what she like, fendi it's her that's her thing comfortable i don't know maybe it's me it's the whole wearing a dead animal for me. Yeah. Oh my god, and some of the mink coats like have the tail and then like the head going across. Ew! My, my mom had one, like a real one that was like that. The collar was literally like the animal. That was the 90s. Literally, <laughs> and I think that's probably where hers are from. Do you know how from. much that thing cost, too? A shit ton. That cost a lot of money. Even back then. So like, yeah, right, no. like if you bought that now, which you can't. You can't, no. And nothing's the same. It's like, you can't go get, like today she was like, oh, Four loco. I was like, no, it's not the same. Like, I have never had a four loco before, and I probably will never have one in my you lifetime. You don't need to. You're you're fine. But <laughs> you're yeah, fine. It, it, it's, it's, you don't you don't want that. I will stick with my pink Whitney. But they don't make <laughs> but they don't make them the same. They don't. You know, and the same thing. They don't. So back to we really went off topic there. We love shopping. What are you talking about? We, we're talking about gender norms, and then we end up on mink coats. <laughs> I think that's, that's I think that's a pretty good trajectory for us. I actually am very <laughs> impressed with us at the moment. Um, but like back to back to the whole gay and lesbian. Oh, back to being gay. Back to being gay. <laughs> gay. 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 So I want to just talk about how in the gay community there's so much pressure. Or, like, even if there's not pressure on the community itself, I feel like, at least for myself, I put a lot of pressure on myself to have, like, a relationship, and it's taken me a very long time to realize that it's okay to be single, and to really enjoy the time that we have um, alone, either to, like, catch up on hobbies that we really don't know that we like, and... And all that fun Find stuff. Find out who you are as a person outside of a relationship. See, lesbians yeah. don't do that. They're just in a relationship. So maybe so I'm lesbian. Just, when, when you come out or when you, <laughs> you know what I mean, you just, you you automatically are already in a relationship. With, with a U-Haul? With maybe a girl who just looked at you. With a U-Haul? And you're already having like an affair. And then it comes the U-Haul. Nice. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then like a vicious breakup three weeks later. I f- Feel like and then you date each other's friends. I feel like that was me. <laughs> I know you. I think are lesbian. I'm a lesbian. Based on what's happened to you, you you're a lesbian. God, it's a disaster. No, there. I feel bad because I feel like there's a lot of pressure on gay men and in the gay community. Well, it's hard. It's very hard, but like a lot 
of gay men can be very judgmental. It can oh, be a very a hard circle to like fit in and like make a community and be a part of a community. And I have absolutely no idea why, because we all want the same fucking thing. I remember the first time I hung out the with. A group, <laughs> a group of ladies and they were just very welcoming and they were just like and there was no oh like you didn't have to tell your story you didn't have to give specifics it was very much just like yeah come hang out with us like we're hanging, we're watching the l word like come over like and and that was very cool but i feel like maybe gay men aren't as welcoming from what i've seen because i obviously Depends. i'm not yeah it, we've had some right. people in our lives that are a little bit more toxic than others mm-hmm. But I've met some really cool gay men that I could really be friends with, and I, that I've done nothing with, but I like them as friends. Right. And I just, yeah. and in my experience, gay men want either two things. They just want a open relationship, which I talked about in the last episode. Right. Or they want kind of like what I want, and the monogamy and the whole relationship. But the thing is, that is just so rare to find. So, like, when you are in the dating pool, you have a group of gay men, so you have 20% of that population is looking for what you want and then within that 20 percent, people are either taken or they're just not your type so then you have to take out another like 30 percent of that 20 percent. so you're really left with such a small group of people you're and, left with two fish well that's what i'm saying and then and you, you've already dated those and two you fish. date those two fish <laughs> and you're like fuck now i'm alone yeah. so that's why i want to go back and just be like it's okay to be single so like i tell myself that every day in the mirror i've gotten a lot better at it i'm not you is kind yeah you is kind you is important and What's the third one? You is you is smart. You is smart. You is kind. You is important. We, we love just, the we help. We just watched this movie together we like love a few the weeks ago too. You should know it by heart. I should. But you know, it's Bentley every day. I do. <laughs> <laughs> this little pup. No, but honestly, I've never understood why people get so insecure about about being single because I was single for a very very long time and I am so comfortable with myself. You don't say. Uh, I honestly. You just realize that you can either get through stuff or you can't. You know? I agree. And you're going to have to do it. Even if you have somebody, you're still going to go through the same crap. So you might as well get used to doing some stuff alone. Um, but it's not its not this huge, scary thing that, that people really think it is. I think there's a lot of pressure. Like you said before, there's a lot of pressure put on being in a relationship or so being single. Um, Especially, I, I think you're doing a great job at being single. I, lo- I like single coaching. I love it. I mean, and... I'm talking to this new guy, mm-hmm. and I really do like him, but I told we were talking about it last night, and I said I'm very comfortable with myself. I love that I'm finally starting to, like, read different books and focusing on, like, redoing the house, and now that I have all new furniture, I have to find other projects, so that's why I'm going to venture on downstairs, but I was talking to him how I used to rush into things, and now I just like to take things slow, and we're not calling it anything, we're going to keep doing our thing, and if things right. progress, they progress, and if they don't, they don't, but I'm not going to... That's growth for you, too. Exactly. That's good, good I'm so proud and of not, myself. Not to mention, too, we are in a pandemic, so it's not like, it's not even like you could go out like you did before and try to talk right. to somebody and, and, like, you know, click with somebody the same way. It's like Yeah, but I we met were, him through work. I know, but, like... But those are good circumstances, but not everybody I know. has that fortune. I feel like some people have been like forced into this like isolation type situation. With their dating obviously. Apps. And you're on your dating app and you're still trying to click with somebody but you can't like go out and meet somebody, but it does force you to kinda have to like spend some time on your own and it's not it's not a bad thing. No, it's not a bad thing at all and I'm just, like, super thankful to, like, have you guys, because I don't know what I would do if I was just stuck in this fucking house with my dog and my cat. <laughs> I would probably go crazy. I don't know what you crazy. would do either. We're great. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, like, I don't know. It's, it's definitely okay to be single, and part of my New Year's resolution this year was to cut dating apps out. So I have finally, I've actually did it in, in November. I think that's bold of you. And that's awesome. Not November, December. I did it in December because that's, um, I still have some people that, like, I still have conversations with, but I haven't actively seen. But I just thought, why am I wasting my time shopping for people when I should be out experiencing life? And I don't know, I really want to travel when I can. This whole panorama is (laughs) really fucking with my, with my vibe. Um, Poinsettia? (laughs) Poinsettia. Poinsettia. We love Christmas. The panorama. So. Pandalonium. That's literally my New Year's resolution to focus on self-love. And I totally advise everybody else out there that does listen to this podcast, God bless you for doing that for us because it really makes our day when we get tweets and mentions and 
everything else about, uh, you know, listening to the podcast. So I just want to say thank you for that. But I, we want to go into a fun segment, um, called sex tips slash sex disasters. (laughs) And Rachel and Selena are kind of going to go first. They're going to talk about lesbian sex tips. And I have absolutely no idea about this. I mean, like I have slept with women, but let's face it. Um, if there's bisexual men on here, we all know that. I would like to talk to the like, women you've slept with. Pleasing? I would, I would like. Well. I would like a word with them. Some. Well, I mean, it's guys are like light switches. You literally kiss a guy's neck and their dick's hard. Right. Women, it's like it's a fucking. Dying. It's like what's that fucking Rubik's? It's like a Rubik's cube. You gotta fucking put all the colors together to make a girl come. I don't think it's, it's not that, that hard. It's not that hard. And I think I'll sit down. I some quote takes several scenes. Um, <laughs> I I think some people think it's so super complicated, but people make a lot of jokes about it too. The one thing I've found, and it's not finding the clitoris. That's not that's not what the key is. You literally need to have kind of like a conversation, or you need to kind of just explore and kind of figure out what somebody is into. And you can do it by doing little things, like start by kissing on the neck, because a lot of people, a lot of women specifically, I found enjoy love that. that love that. Love that. I love that. That or will like lead right to... around the ears. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or like some women will just take your hand and just put it exactly where they want where it needs to go yeah like honestly and i I, some women yes (laughs) yes i don't doubt that but i i mean that's all it is it's like it's kind of like taking charge but reading body language too it's really not that hard but i think i love the variety hands you have right now I, i talk with my hands it's the it's the kind of cuban ancestry in me but like <laughs> no, but we're talking about how read, where you want to go. Read, read the body language, and that helps. That's a big thing. Or also just talk about it. It's not that. I mean, it's a little weird, um, but it's a discussion worth having. To be honest, I just think some it's... women will look you in the eye and just be like, like "Just I fuck yeah, me." Just I fuck well, me. I don't understand why women aren't just like more vocal about, "Hey, you're not doing this right." Why, like, why they just... are, and men don't listen. That's not it. Sometimes women just don't say anything. That's what I mean. Like, I feel like, I like I wish... There are women who are sh- shy about speaking up or something like that. But you see it in the movies. You'll see women, like, cringing, but not saying anything. But they're, they're cringing through having sex. But they're not saying, hey... That's like, what I mean. This is where you want to put your hand. Like, but that's also not attractive cinema. Like, like I was they having... love the idea of like a man not pleasing a woman and a girl being frustrated and you know whatever can't find real whatever. So there was this. Remember that girl I was talking to right after I got separated from my wife. Um, Rosie. Yeah, her name was Rosie, but I'm gonna call this other girl Veronica. She was very open and vocal about what she liked right. and oh, what she I wanted. Had to, I had I don't to think... really think about she who we like were talking about. She was actually crazy. She was just like crazy in bed. Yeah. 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 I mean, she liked, I mean, she was fun and she was like really smart and right. really, really, really pretty. But I don't know. I think I like men more and I think that's why I'm stepping that way. However, it's all personal preference and what you like and what you don't like. But, like, I just appreciated, like, hey, like, I wasn't doing that right because I was so used to, like, a whole other woman's body and what another right. woman likes. So, like, all women are completely different yeah. and it blows yeah. my fucking mind. But it's about finding chemistry, too. You have True. to have a sexual chemistry in order for the two of you to really have a good sexual experience. Um, and that comes with a lot of, like, building it up. Or, like, honestly, sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes you can just get crazy fucking drunk and hook up and that's, that's always it's a either time. good or it's either I've never done that too many times yeah it's either interesting <laughs> it's either really good or it's really bad and and that's that yeah I totally I totally get that so I guess it's my turn I guess it's my turn to talk gay sex tips and yeah. I want to talk bottoming and I think it's a topic. We're jumping right in. I'm jumping right, right in. Into the, I'm diving the right gay in. Gay of the gay. And I this think this is something I am very interested to learn more about because I gave you, know, you a backstory. And we have talked. We I have we have heard it. <laughs> I've heard it many a time. I have never sat down and talked with one of my gay friends about are you a top? Are you bottom? What do you prefer? What's it like? Okay, so I've never gotten. All right. That, okay. So I'm very excited. All right. For great. This. So like for myself, I'm definitely versed. I just can't. 
um, when I'm looking for like my ex boyfriend, I'm very open in the beginning about what like, Cody. What is verse? Verse. It's like I like you, you do both. Yeah, right? I do okay. both. I like All to right. get fucked and I like I to was fuck. Just making sure. So I think it's for myself. I'm very open and I'm very vocal about like what I like to do, and I just think it's very important to have sexual compatibility right from the beginning. Like, why am I going to waste months of my time talking to somebody? actually building a connection and realizing we're not going to work in bed because we both do the same fucking thing. Or you don't do... You have a point. Both. You know you what I mean? Point. Because I have learned from previous experience that I can't go without a one thing for so long. Because right. I well, just build up resentment. With women, it's the same thing, too. Um, bottoms cannot date bottoms. Right. And tops... What do you do, bump purses? Tops can date tops, but it's not... Leave my purses alone. <laughs> It's not desirable. <laughs> so it's the same. It's kind of like like the same. But yeah. yeah, no, you shouldn't have to compromise one. Exactly. You, you shouldn't have to. So that's kind of yeah. what verse means. Okay. But I want to talk bottoming, and that this is something that we don't. We're not taught in high school. We're not taught in sex ed. There, we're Absolutely not. we're conformed to penis vagina equals baby. Or if you refer to Mean Girls. What is it, death? Death or chlamydia. <laughs> if you have sex, you will die. You <laughs> don't have sex standing up. Yep. Yeah, no. So but bottoming. Don't do it. So bottoming. Nobody teaches you, and it's something that's not talked about. So I didn't really have that many gay friends that were very open and would teach me about how to do the, like, right thing. Obviously not teach me in person, but, like, give me, <laughs> step, <laughs> give me like, step-by-step, um, like, a step-by-step process on how to do it. And I think for a lot of people out there... We all struggle with what are what does our body need to do in order to make it happen. And bottoming equals kind of like two different things. You have to either douche or you can you don't have to, but there's a whole other spectrum that you have to abide by. So you have to like eat certain foods or not eat at all. Like yeah. um um my ex boyfriend that's just like a cleaning out process, right? Yeah. Essentially Essentially you are... So is douching like similar to like a like Vaginal douching? Yeah. Yes. So, yes. all right. Which so, you're not supposed to do. Women, I've never done it. Women, you're really not supposed to do women it. Women aren't, so... Your gynecologist tells you to, you are not supposed to do that. Don't mess up the chemistry. So, for men, you don't have to, and it's all... It's like, know your own body, and what you... And, like, obviously, you're not going to bottom after eating fucking Taco Bell. If you do, God bless you, and I wish you nothing but the best, but... Can we be friends? But absolutely, <laughs> you know, I would not recommend. 10 oh. out of 10 would not recommend. Um, but... Bottoming and douching, like, they go hand in hand, uh, and one, let me tell, let me go into a disaster, because I never was taught the right thing, I just kind of came out of the closet, and I was like, I have, I need to clean my butthole, not only that, I was like, I'm craving dick, and I need to, I want to know what it's like, I, I just thought, it was like, it's my turn, I have to pay my dues, I guess, I don't know, so, uh, pay my dues, so no one taught me the right way, so I went on Amazon, and I just looked up, um, I guess, anal douching bulbs, because that's what they're kind of called, nobody told me there's different sizes, and different, um, like, spouts is what I'm going to call it, like, the, like, the piece that attaches to the bulb, the The nozzle, yeah. yeah, Yeah, so there's different sizes. So, so I the bought. The reason why people call you a douche nozzle as an insult. Exactly. Yeah, a douche nozzle. Yeah, that's a, that's like a thing. It's I just, a it's a I thing. Just that. So what the fuck? Yeah. So there's different sizes, and I went on Amazon. And I was like, this one seems okay, and I just thought like there one size right. fits all. Yeah. Because <laughs> there's no. Did you read reviews? I'm yeah. I re- had four to five stars, but things. but these people are obviously well experienced. So right. that's the thing. So like, it's not detailed. No. What you're supposed to be using no, it for so what you're supposed to be doing. I, I'm not going to lie. This nozzle was like literally probably the size of this fucking um, candlestick. That's like the size of a ruler. Yeah. It wasn't that long, but it was still like yeah. that thick. And yeah. obviously you've never had anything in your ass before it. That hurts. So yeah. it's literally like you're getting fucked by a douche nozzle. <laughs> but it's, so, and this bulb was was huge, so I, I was going to a hookups house. I met somebody on Grinder for the first time, and I was like, you know, I gotta do it. I gotta like rip the bandaid off. I gotta just pay my dues. I don't know. I don't know like how else to ex- how else to describe it. So, I was douching, and I thought all the water was coming out, but nobody told me that you have to wait an extra couple minutes, maybe walk around your house for like a half hour or to an hour before you leave and go somewhere to make sure all the water comes out. Because when you're douching and you keep putting water up there, it's, it like 
keeps pushing the previous water up and okay. up and up. Yeah. So, me thinking, Yikes. yeah, we already Yikes. know where this is going. Ew. Yeah. So I'm already. So my stomach was. Let's just say I was like a fucking walking water balloon. And I didn't know. Did you, like, feel sloshy? No. No, not at all. You felt fine? I literally felt fine. I literally felt fine. So, like, I went to this guy's house, and, oh, my God, I can't believe I'm actually talking about this in front of a live, like, audience. It's fine. It's, everything's fine. It's and fine. We're the live audience but right now. Right now, well, it's just right us. Right now, it's just us. But do you know, I feel like so many people and I went are going to be this, able to relate to I this, I went to so. this guy's house, and started off great. Everything was fine in the beginning, and then all of a sudden, like, I got on top. And I literally felt like my insides popped like a water balloon and shit water went everywhere. Like, everywhere. And I was mortified. Like, it just leaked out of your ass? Oh, no, like, it exploded. Oh Rachel. Oh, my God. Everywhere. Wait, were you on him? Yes. Ah! <laughs> oh, my God. I know. I know. It was a disaster. A disaster. Like, complete disaster. And, like, I don't know. I didn't know what to do because nobody taught me the right way. So... Obviously, after that experience, I went on every gay platform I could find and, and tried Googling the, the right way to do it. And apparently, there's different ways. So, like, that's where it comes in, like, eating right. So, like, if you're going to bottom next day, like, stick to more of, like, a salad diet. Because mm-hmm. you're less likely to have any, like, residue. I don't know. Like, I'm right, just, it I'm, moves through you quicker, right? Right. Essentially, and, or And whatever. less messy. Yeah. So, like, you're not going to go eat... 12 Big Macs and then want to go get fucked. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, now I understand all those, like, Chipotle and bottoming yes. memes that I see all the time. And then there's another thing that can happen, too, if you're using too much water. It's called overdouching. And that happened to me, too, with my ex-boyfriend. I It just, for some reason, like, I wasn't getting cleaned out. Like, I remember this story. Like, I, I was so pissed because, obviously, if you're at work and we all get in moods like we're like fucking horny and you just want to get home and get railed Mm -hmm. so that's the mood that's the mood i was in so i was like that's great i'm gonna go home i'm gonna go to the gym i'm gonna come home i'm gonna shower i'm gonna douche myself out and then i'm gonna have a great time literally i was so excited and literally wasn't getting clean like it was just so frustrating so i kept douching and douching and douching i was probably in there for like an hour and a half and then like it literally felt like my insides were gonna fall out because it was so dry even because it's your i don't know your your bodily fluids that are supposed to be there aren't there anymore the lining's right. gone I, I yeah i was gonna say i feel like you so depleted I yourself felt like, like your sodium and like everything else that's supposed to be there. i was in so much pain um i don't even know how to describe it so anybody who's actually listening to this god bless your soul I'm so sorry. I don't even, I don't even um, remember, like, what you did. I just overdouched, like... No, I know. I know you know. Oh, what I, I did that, afterwards? Like, afterwards, like, I... I laid on my bed and, like, we were, cried. we like, gonna have dinner or something like that, and you were, like, out for the count. You couldn't... You I were, couldn't like, eat. sick. I, and I think you went and just laid down. It was it was a disaster. And I was like, does he want Pepto? Like, I don't know what you do for this. I, I honestly don't remember. I just remember feeling like I was dying. So, anybody that's listening to this, please, please, please listen to my story and don't overdouche. And also research anything that you buy um, to help either clean yourself out or whatever you need to do. Literally. The third thing that I learned that power bottoms or people who are very experienced in it, it's like an art. There's different stages and different utensils that people can use. There's an attachment that you will see in people's showers that goes on the end of like where um the shower head goes where you can attach the kind of like kind of like the nozzle part to the bulb right but you use your shower so power bottoms and people who are experienced are able to they know their body so like know your body don't obviously if you're a brand new bottom don't go buy this utensil because it looks pretty and it's gonna be in your shower and it's stainless steel and it's convenient absolutely not you because if you put too much water up there you will hurt yourself you don't want to put yourself in that predicament um, so take it in stages. Um, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I've Don't learned, pop like a balloon. I've learned so much. It, Don't yeah. put anything in your butt. Why? It feels good. Does it? I think so. Well, y'all's prostate is yeah. in your booty hole. And that's why. That's your G spot. Exactly. That's, that's what, what I meant yeah. to say. That's yeah. what all men, <laughs> I think, are gay. Yeah. I mean, also, <laughs> your prostate, prostate is there. Just, that's why straight men are like, can you just like casually put a finger up, up my butt because that's where they're they're curious yeah no but that's where their their g-spot is so yeah moral of the story take it in steps don't over douche don't under douche and please 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 give yourself time don't rush 
because you might end up popping like a balloon and it won't be pretty. So I want to go into the next segment and we're almost done here, but it's going into live tweets and I have some raunchy and juicy fucking stories this time. I'm very excited for this. We're so excited. Love dirty stories. So I want to read the first one. You go, you go for it. You want me to go first? Yes. Okay. I would, I would love to hear it. So obviously I'm not going to name names, but I have been, I asked on my Twitter for people to DM me some raunchy sex or scandalous stories that, um, that I think would, that they think would be awesome for us to read on the show. Yeah. And this guy. The show. Yeah. The show. Woo. 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 So this guy sends me a novel. So forgive me. So I'm just going to go into it. He wasn't wearing underwear for our first meeting. So I just grabbed his cock through his sweatpants and started stroking him and making him moan. While stopped at a red light, I leaned over the center console and pulled his cock out of his pants and took it in my mouth and started going to town on it and slobbering up and down on his pole. Soon we ended up at the dead end road where he just parked and started sucking my, oh, started fucking my throat in public. I loved every part of it, especially when he grabbed my head and slammed it into my mouth and, and started shooting a huge ass load. Moral of the story is, spitters are quitters. We kept doing it for months, and he told me that I sucked cock 100% better than his girlfriend. We even did it when my family was home, and he groaned loudly and while he pumped my mouth full of cum. Wow. Good for you, boo. I'm yeah. kind of jealous. Okay. I'm, so, so I'm, I don't know if I'm just like, I lack like the sense of adventure. I don't, in a car, in public, was like my biggest fear. Not like my biggest fear, but I don't know. I'm not like turned on by the idea of like getting caught. Really? I am. No, I'm I not. am. I, I I don't know. My dad's a, my dad was a cop, so like for me, it's like I feel like I that would make it worse if my dad was I a cop. I'd be like, I don't know. Like I always just I challenge accepted. I you made a joke about it today about having sex in a car. And I got at, at, Chipotle. Chipotle. at Chipotle. At Chipotle. Things bottoms can't say. So yeah, speaking <laughs> of Chipotle, no, but I, I don't know. You know, live sex. So this next story is also a novel, but it's kind of raunchy and I love it. And I think gays love the raunchy stuff, so. Love raunchy. We love raunchy. Okay. So after a bit of a dry spell, I decided to try my luck at an adult arcade. First of all, what the fuck's an adult arcade? Are those... Like, if you go to Amazing, right? That's like, still a thing, though? Yeah. I thought they, like, got rid of that. No, they're still a thing. I thought you weren't allowed to go do that anymore. Like, what? Like, jerk off in, like, a video booth, right? They're still a thing. Ew. ew. Where? Yeah. Where? Are these, like, in the... I don't want to say ew. I feel the like that's Amazing in town, they yeah. still have I, the video booths. I wouldn't. Do they? Yeah. Where? The amazing in town. Apparently, right in, down like, the road. Down the road? Yeah. yeah I want to go. <laughs> For research, we'll just go see. You want to bring a blue light? <laughs> I don't know if I don't know if they have them. Obviously, I don't know if they have them open during um, the pandemic. Yeah, but when I was working in, Do you imagine the task force coming in, seeing <laughs> that one person six feet, I know, social distancing. I know the one in Newport. Has, Interesting. Has well, Newport's kind of grody. High Newport followers. Newport, if we have any. So, Newport, Rhode Island is disguised as like this right. nice high class thing, and then you go like ten minutes, like in the opposite direction, and Newport is like disgusting. Yeah, but we don't know that part. We know the mansion. I don't. Yeah, no, I don't go there. Okay. So the adult arcade. Interesting. So okay. back to the story. I was scared at first because I had absolutely no idea what to expect. When I got there, it was dark, but you could hear the sound of multiple guys getting sucked off in the booths. Oh, okay. I was the youngest guy in there by a long shot, so naturally it had many eyes on me. I decided to embrace the intention and went into one of the larger booths and took off my gym shorts to reveal my neon green jock strap. Ooh. We love jock straps. We love neon green. Do Do you have a neon green one? No, I don't have a neon green one. I have um, one that has, like, rocket pops on it. It's classy. <laughs> we like, yeah, that is classy. We love a good rocket pop. Yeah, and I also have a lace one that looks like a spider web. And it's just, what, for easy access? Are yeah. you comfortable? 
Uh, yeah, I it think so. It just doesn't cover your ass, right? Yeah. Yeah, your ass cheeks are just exposed. Yeah. Ooh, a nice breeze, right? <laughs> a nice breeze. That is not okay. Apparently, showing up in a jock strap has a certain... Gives off certain implications. Two guys instantly oh, approached good. me with their cocks out, and before I could even react, I started sucking them off. One of the guys offered oh, me poppers, and I went poppers? ahead with Poppers? Poppers? Before I knew it, they got me onto my back and and put me on a booth seat, with, and they put my legs in the air. Ooh, good for Wait, you. Two, two of them? Yeah. Oh. The first guy, without missing a beat, instantly plunges cock into my ass that was already nice and loose thanks to the poppers. Good for you, dude, because I can't do that. I cannot just, like, instantly take a dick. I have to, like, have get to up to the point. You don't have to answer this, but you can, like, wink at me or something like that. Have you ever done poppers? Me? No. Yeah. Oh, okay. No, I've never done that. I just feel like it's, like, sniffing can glue. Can poppers? You Probably. One of my friends... So, one of my gay friends came over one night, and he was, like, poppers galore. He was, like, so excited that he had been turned on to them. And I had a female roommate at the time... I was just like, oh, what's it like? Can I try them? And they were like, just kind of like casually popping. I don't know. Huffing. Yeah, but I like looked it up and it's like contact solution cleaner or something like that. It's just like a basic chemical. Yeah. You get like a rush. And I guess it loosens your ass. Because, like, you're not really thinking about it. It really just, it's supposed to relax you because your ass is a muscle. Blah, 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 blah. Right, right. We can go into that. I like being relaxed. So we know (laughs) since you like to fucking. We can't say that because we're we're employed. <laughs> oh, for legal purposes. For legal purposes, we I don't do drugs. Right. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> Guy number two came up to my face and had me suck him off. Next, I couldn't have been happier getting my ass reamed out and sucking on the juiciest cock ever. Ooh! After a couple of minutes, I started to draw a crowd, and before I knew it, it was a line forming. Probably about four other guys, just like that, one after the other, bred my ass and dropped load after load. My back was killing me, but I was in heaven. After 30 minutes, I finally got my final load from this gorgeous black guy with easily a 10-inch dick. Ooh, Good for you. Uh, this whole story is stressing me out. Yeah, Rachel is stressed. I for you. No, <laughs> me I, too, kind of. I'm jealous. All right, I don't know about y'all. I don't know. I'm worried about like STDs. I'm worried. Oh, yeah, wow. no, oh definitely. Definitely. I'm so stressed out. Definitely, but we don't think about that in the moment. Of implications. So clearly, save the best for last. He fucked me harder than any other any other of the previous guys. Once he pumped me full, he left, and I was left in the booth dripping in sweat come leaking out of my ass i limped out of the arcade and the cashier gave me a little wink he totally could tell that that made it all more oh this is run backwards he totally could tell that made it all more hot needless to say i would eventually go back for more i want to say kudos to you because seriously i don't know like i think we all where is this arcade i think we all have fantasies right and I think that's something, like, I definitely, like, have fantasized that because probably... You do know there's a bathhouse still, like, kind of, like, operating low-key in Providence, right? Yeah, but I'm all set. It's, like, kind of the same thing. Though. I know, but that's, like, I, I, like, I think about it, but I definitely well, couldn't do it. you wouldn't want to do right. it. Right. Like, I think about, like, oh, that would be, like, so cool, but, like, I would never do it kind yeah. of thing. I, yeah. I do it. Interesting. Interesting? I'd do anything once. Yeah. But, like, that? Yeah. Like showing up to a random spot and yeah. having like see, five I would do an orgy. Dudes. I would do an orgy really? if I knew yeah. all the people. Like for fun, okay. I mean, obviously I can't now. Railed out in Raleigh. Literally, dick down in Dallas over here. <laughs> Wait, can it be Boston? But fucked in Boston. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Hopefully this summer. Anal in Austin. Hopefully this summer, twenty twenty one. Yeet yeet. I don't want anal in Austin, twenty twenty. Been there, done that. Yeah, some of us haven't. <laughs> Some of us have just in Rhode Island, and we're just, we're, we're not going back. We're not into it. And finally, I think we... Do we have any lesbian sex stories? I don't, you, that's where you guys come in. You guys need to get some of that, because... I know, we're slapping. I don't know about I you guys. Week I'm pretty sure lesbians don't follow guys that it's, post their ass on Twitter. No, so you know what? And the same thing, the thing is, is that the lesbian community is promiscuous, but it is, like, a different kind of promiscuous. Yeah. So there's stories like that, but there's a whole lot more like tea and scandal involved. She, if it was a woman, she probably knew all those four other girls. Yeah. Because they had all dated her friends, or they were her friends. But I feel like women also don't show up at places for like anonymous sex. Like it's not like the L word. Yeah. 
Yeah. The L word. Oh, no. The L word. Ugh. Y'all. That. But, Tina. Oh, my but God. I, I will find some lesbian, some juicy lesbian sex stories. So, those stories were awesome. And obviously, we've been talking for a long time. And we, um, after some editing, we'll obviously cut this down. But I just want to say thank you so much for the submissions. I am living for it. I love the tea. I love the... The scandal. Absolutely. I like anybody who can honestly sit there yes. and share something like that with us. Because yes. we have so many more stories to share. So hopefully in the next coming weeks we'll... We'll get better at reading all of them too and maybe not talking through all of them. Yeah. But I yeah, but I feel like we need to because no, like there's a lot of things that we need to we need to talk about. But, I know. But please follow us on Twitter. We are gays and girls only. And follow myself. I'm Cody Elvin. And feel free to follow Selena and DM both of us. Um, any kind of story or any kind of um, question that you want to ask us and want us to talk about on here. We, re- we really want to get back to um, back to the basics, I guess, and just really cover as much content as we can. Obviously, not, not all at once, but within different segments and, and really Definitely. relate it back to what you guys want to hear. I mean, it's pretty gay out there, so we'd love to talk about all of it. Yeah. Oh, my God. I, like that guy in uh, East Bumfuck. Kentucky, yes. like he reached out to me. Yeah, and, we did have somebody who, who heard from the last show. podcast, and I was like, God reached bless you out. for listening to that shit show. Yeah, from Kentucky. From Kentucky, that's awesome. I can't even fathom it, just because like we're in Kentucky. Could you imagine? We'd be hung, mm-hmm. not in a good way. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, no, we would not make it too far. No, oh, but God, no. but please follow us. Please like us. Please definitely send Subscribe. us anything. We we don't have a, a YouTube. We don't yet. have a. We're oh, we're getting our shit we together. I meant follow, but yeah. Yeah, follow. We, we're definitely getting our shit together one bit by bit. And Ask us questions. Yeah. Send us stuff you want us to talk about. We're open to everything. Absolutely. Um, so it's been real, but I'm so happy that we could have, we could talk about all that fun shit. And Next week is going to be juicy. So and juicy. We've got a lot more coming for you guys. All right. Take care. Be stay safe. Gay. Stay safe. Wear your fucking mask. Wear your fucking mask. Wear your fucking mask. Over your nose, motherfuckers. Yes. Oh, my God. I can't even. Fucking boomers. I I can't breathe. Mm. Mm -hmm. Makes me so mad, but. Get fucked. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Bye.